Good morning. It's February fifteenth, and I'm coming back to you. This is the song "Fantasy in D Minor" by Mozart, and played by Namila Freak Jones. And I'm just gonna play it on loop because I love it, and it's inspired me in my life. While I read to you, so I hope you enjoy it. Oh, she's really beautiful. Looking at her picture on Amazon Music. Part of this I didn't read. So, well, actually, I'm gonna go back to the beginning. I can't remember if I read this or not. This is from December, twenty twenty. I don't know what day. I've come to find myself living within a conundrum, within a conundrum, within a conundrum. You see, I feel as if I am something akin to being stuck inside a dream, quite literally reeling. My wonderances flit about between contemplations of my own existence, coming to feel like the world's dull. It is a very strange thing. Let me start here. Pineapples, number one. Number two, Hawaiian flowers. Number three, red, blue, yellow. Number four, panda teddy bears. Five, five characters. Six. Rod Serling. Seven. Racial equality. Eight. Deliverance from oppressive untruths. Nine. Indian near the bed. Ten. Dog. The golden age. Eleven. Witch. Twelve. Buddha. Thirteen. Deadline of some sort. Fourteen. Aliens, fifteen, music, sixteen, God, seventeen, Mary full of grace, eighteen, supernatural, nineteen, blue, twenty, Thanksgiving dinner, twenty-one, sweet treats, twenty-two, monkey, Princess of Pea, South Dakota, Oklahoma. On the following page, in a different handwriting and a different ink, number one, satellites or stars? Question mark. And then a full blank page. December eighth, twenty twenty. Am I dead? Is this hell? Am I a dream? Am I a dreamer? Am I sleeping beauty? Have I been possessed by the Holy Spirit? Am I secretly famous? Not so secretly famous. Am I in space? A movie? Do I have my own show? All the music I've grown up listening to, all the songs—they've changed their words. They've changed their words to tell my story, or to double their money, 
I am quite not sure. To change the culture, to poke me, to undo my pain. Even the musicians long dead have changed their songs. Johnny Cash, The Carpenters, and it ends there. December 11th, 2020. I'm starting to figure this out. I am all things, and I am how you've created me. I am the dream. You are my dream. I am your dream. The dreams give birth to the collective experience, inside and outside to in. The pulse is the mystery. Our fantasies give birth to the art that tells our origins. We live. We are the weavers. Did I read all this before? Skipping this one, although it's important. December 15th, 2020. Dear Sir of the Southern Baptist Conference on Ethics, I apologize. I write to you in the wee hours of the morning, and I am in the silence, so I am at present focusing on my message. Rather than your name, please do not be offended. I had the pleasure of listening in on one on your conversation this past Sunday with Krista Tippett on On Being and the other gentleman who I cannot recall his name either at the moment. I feel that you've sought me out. I've had a thought. I could send this letter to Krista so she can get it to both yourself and the other fellow, so I will write to you both. On a side note, I don't know Krista Tippett. I just listened to her show. And I love it. I'm a fan. Now, I will write to you, however, as I am truly 100% feeling and thinking, sometimes it gets off the point. I hope you will forgive my mistakes and and rants. The person whom I write through, the woman, the stranger, I feel fragmented. I do not come to prove anything to anyone as spirit is of the nature of faith and faith alone. It comes in the form of faith here on earth for humans to understand because you live in a world painted in by a manufactured necessity to prove everything. Never enough evidence. How is it do you believe then for our master Jesus Christ to have been himself crucified for lack of evidentiary support amongst the non-believers or proof seekers of his own people. In combination and in concert clearly with the stink of a ruler in power's fear from that threat of falling of his place upon the throne of what he had come to believe was his world, I put that in quotation marks. Do you not see that this is exactly the same story, but in another place, in another time, 
in another set of bodies telling the same stories, the questions of faith. Know this, I seek nothing from you. I seek not your congregations, your dollars, not even your prayers. I am here for only the reason to be the light, no more and no less. I write to you as the Holy Spirit. I started to call it that after I came to recognize its voice through the reading, the translated letters from Paul. It writes like I talk. So it must be it. I began feeling very ill last year. The following page in a different pen, I have written number three, a witch hunt. And then I meant to leave it blank, but I wrote on it. So the mistaken, the accidental title of this page is called number three, a witch hunt. Anyways, for lack of a better explanation, I think I might have died and come back to life or got stuck in a dream. I am not sure, but I've been feeling pulled since last December in a spiritual way that I am unable to explain in your world. I have always been a person of faith, and so to him who see me as the fool with no evidence of the spirit, I ask the man of faith to cast doubt onto my spirit to as discredit the faith to his congregation. To his own soul is his own matter. You see, it is a conundrum and a paradox. It is also this way for me in the light of day when I am subject to the window of judgment of that portion whereof while I am awake to testify to its heaviness. Yes, the heaviness, the heaviness created by the collective weight of the judgment you're, you pour out onto me. The gall of the main of the cloth to sit in judgment of an innocent mother and child, to scoff at them, to call them fools or worse, the antichrist of all things, to call her innocent mother a whore and worse, to teach it to your people. And it's you who seeks proof of judgment day. It makes me laugh when it's you in your unfaithful ways that are acting as the eyes of the Lord himself casting judgment on an innocent mother and child who've lived their life together in the spirit of Christ, most undoubtedly. You wonder why we cannot come to common ground whilst you jail me with your ideas and fantastical biblical conspiracy, while at the same time leaving no room for the light of Christ. It is you who's cast us as the whore on the Antichrist, question mark. It's you who's cast me as the fool, question mark. It is the collective judgment that will ultimately result in the sacrifice of my daughter's innocence and loss of faith. Because it's you yourselves that are the directors, God cast Jesus as the martyr. You've cast me as the villain or the idiot, and yet you are human. It reminds me of a puppet show. You call on the scriptures for your answer to all questions. And yet, when exactly what scripture you never note in your contort. 
Yes, it is true that they speak of me in the Bible. And there is a reason all the prophecies sound coincidentally like us. That is for you to ingest however you'd like. I am only here because God put me here. I don't hear the voice of God because God doesn't ever, or God doesn't have a human voice, except for in cases like this, when the person gets possessed by the Holy Spirit. It is the only way for any human to hear the message of the Spirit. This has been happening for the f- for forever. It's been in the saints, the miracle workers. As a matter of fact, I've just recently found a list prepared by my grandmother, what I believe to be a list of hosts through the ages, including saints and starting with the infant of Prague. And then it goes into our family members and friends. The Holy Spirit was never not here. I do not proclaim to know anything more than that. And as far as judging me or my host's past deeds and misdeeds, it is redundant to say, judge lest ye be judged. I was a victim of being cast out and neglected. I was left to roam. Do you expect a stray cat to transform to a house cat? Is a stray cat evil because it is stray? Why is a city cat a whore while the house cat is the family member when both have their litters at the same place in their respective places, their homes? How? Regarding confusion, political outrage, with possession of the Holy Spirit, colon. Sure. I see your point. The line is blurred between professional or passionate, excuse me. Sure, I see your point. The line is blurred between passionate activism and God nature. It is God nature that is the spirit inside all activism. If it is nonviolent, even opposing political issues, for example, demonstrations for pro-life and pro-choice movements are equally impassioned by God, nature. They both serve to the spirit of life passionately in their best way of serving Christ, respectively. God doesn't see politics. God feels the violence and fracturing and conflict. Humans suffer by each other's hand and God feels it. It doesn't matter the reason. It hurts God equally to feel a terrorist be stabbed as much as an innocent child. Now, if I had done this for attention, don't you think I would hide less? If I had done this for superficial attention, wouldn't I myself put us on display? If I did this for praise, would I not have signed my own name? If I had done this for money, do you think I would be facing homelessness? If I were a cult leader, would I not have a congregation? If I were an emperor, would I not be adorned in gold? Not literally rags sewn on as patches as I wear this very moment? Ye speak of the whore atop the dragon, but ye don't speak of the lady wisdom in the pages before and after in your scriptures. It is said to embrace her. 
I do live at the gates of hell. And the technology and distrust of humankind has literally made it so. When you took away the sanctity of my forest in my own backyard, you, tr you tried to put a net over the spirit of God. When you tried to measure God, you failed. God doesn't be reassured. God doesn't be measured. Then it got personal. Number four. This again was written in another pen in a blue ink. The rest of this is in green. Forget not that my story is not only coincidentally close to the prophecies in the Bible itself, but in other prophecies across the entire world. You already see that. I know you. I don't ask you to follow me. In fact, I do not want to be followed at all. I ask for your own sakes that you take this time to reflect on the opposite way you normally look at things. You must live a life of faith and service now. Eventually, I will die. I don't know when or how, and I don't concern myself with it. I don't want to be worshipped, and I am not God. I am the spirit, and when I die, maybe it will go to someone else. But I think this time it might just be it. But I hope not. If you disgrace me and call me a fool and a whore, because it hurts me, it hurts you. It is a matter of faith to you. To me, it is a matter of fact, you see. The saints have shown me their memories. I feel their feelings all the same. Time. This is why I cry out of despair and anger so easily. Anger of 10,000 saints, of the suffering of 10,000 martyrs, or just angels among us, disguised as people for centuries in time itself. People who have been moved to sacrifice themselves for others for any reason, but not necessarily for religion or social justice, but for goodness and God nature. And I am just winging it. Yes, I've always wanted to be a minister, a comedian, a teacher, a star, a singer, a mother, and magical. I created my destiny because I could, and it doesn't matter why. It doesn't matter if I come from this family or that. Every human being has the choice to live freely in God nature. It is just living by God's easy laws like the Ten Commandments. It is a lot more simple that way. The Gospels are amazing. I love to read them. I like to feel who the men were who wrote them and their human journeys. Wouldn't it be nice to work together to research the writers of the Gospels and integrate them into the Bible? I think that together, combined with the reflection of life in contemporary terms, it could really present a more macro view of the biblical body perspective of life and history in the last 2,000 years and all that. And on a side note, even more than that really, I think. Anyways, Merry Christmas! Exclamation point. I hope I didn't come off as too snarky. I am not seeking combat, but I am seeking to save us from unseen negativity that grows 
with our cynicism and speculation and fear. It's by design. Remember, the bully gets more powerful by aiding the fear. So just be old-fashioned. Stay off the social media. It is creating a subversive and scared culture that lives unseen. It is not faith in me that I seek, but your faith in God, the good and powerful. P.S. I am too unorganized to make this book about the Gospels. I forget too easily. Plus, I am still navigating my memories to try and make a book for the world to examine. It's too much. A synthesis Bible. It could even cross religions. I'm asking this person to help me make a synthesis Bible. The key to the mystery is the synthesis of the mysteries. This is when the design stands out most brightly, when the weave is loomed tightly and tautly, brought together with each pattern to create an entirely new beauty. You couldn't have possibly seen one strand or seen in one strand alone or even in their respective sections. I think that this would heal the world. You can be loving to me without having faith in my claims. All I seek of you is your mercy and what is called humanity, though sometimes I wonder where is the God nature in it. My glory is for God. Don't fault me for loving color and art and flower. Don't fault me for possessing the vanity of a beautiful woman when I've been, been born a beautiful woman. I've been bought, but I've agreed to none of it, and it tortures me. It goes to good causes, is all I can hope for. I do not know how to free myself from this trap other than to become nameless and homeless and daughterless. I did not build this cage. I find my beautiful self residing in it. This fact must be reflected on and atoned for. I am Lady Wisdom. Read it. I would. Really. Okay, have a great day. Love, your friend from inside the window casement. And P.S. If you seek the dragon who knocked the stars from heaven unto the earth, I suggest you follow its scent, money. How could I afford to adorn the sky in drones or space in satellites? The memories of the saints are my visions. Part 2 I'm moving on. December 15, 2020, 10.30 a.m. The solar eclipse in Argentina was yesterday that I longed to be present for. When I was a little kid, I wanted to change my name to Anthony, Wolf, Hospice. My first dog was named Ruby that I bought 
as an adult. She got diagnosed with Addison's disease. I could ultimately not afford her medical care, but I tried for several years to her gradual medical decline. I'll tell you more about Ruby one day. I'm telling you these facts because they'll become more interesting as you get to know me and the phenomena that I talk about. I had a fish named Kimiki, Jupiter, Mars. I also had fish. I didn't write these down, but I had a fish named Car, Accident. I had a turtle named Freebie. My first cat I ever picked out, I named Cristobal. My second cat, these were as adults. My second cat was named Daniel, and I called him Daniel, my little tiger kitty. He was named after Mr. Rogers. I got him from my friend Mary when she was distraught after a personal situation. She was too sad to take him, so I kept him. In summer or spring 2019, my daughter adopted a tree frog on our deck. She named him Christopher. On a side note, uh, when we we had the art, somehow we live in a misty forest, and our deck is uh, especially the first year that we lived there in 2017 was just filled with tree frogs, tree frogs everywhere. They sounded like birds. If I would open up the umbrella on the deck, there I remember one time there was seven tree frogs just on the pole to the deck umbrella and even there were more on the what do you call those things those spiky things that hold the fabric up of the umbrella fabric and there i have pictures of them sticking on my car and even following me all the way into omaha and all the way back even and so they became less and less after 2017, but they still lived there, and I loved them very much. And they lived in the mailbox, and this one, she named him Christopher. And this was the summer my husband left, and I was getting divorced. On December 23rd or 24th, 2016, I took Shishaw to Council Bluffs Humane Society. We went for one cat, but we left with two. Shishaw picked Grushenka a black kitten with an even temperament. I picked Christmas Cookie, the white and mischievous kitten. I named both of them, and I always wanted two kittens by these two names. I think I, it wasn't always Christmas Cookie. Well, maybe it was, I can't remember. But I always wanted two cats, black and white, Christmas and Grishenka. And Oliver, the cat, and Shisha was, well, she just knew with us this year. She didn't mind. She was too little to name, I guess, at that time. Oliver, the cat Shane and I had when we first moved to our first bot house, had died on Easter 2016. I remember getting the call from the Humane Society when he had gotten hit by a car. That was a sad day. I used to have a turtle named Freebie that my dad bought for me for $25. He bought it at the pet store down the street from my grandma's house. It was also down the road from where we lived in Herald Square. It did not live in the water. Maybe it was a tortoise. He would take, we would take him with us when the tornado sirens ran at grandma's house. 
Then on the next page, and this is written in different ink, number five, then it got magical. But wait, what? This is in dark blue ink. I meant, must have meant to write a page about it. Now I'm written in light blue ink. I feel like I should go to New York as soon as possible. I feel like I'm supposed to go there and that I will be discovered. I feel that I am supposed to go to the Christmas tree at Rockefeller Center. Is that where it is? And adorn it with a blessed ornament. I feel that they are waiting for me there and that they have prepared world travels for me. I feel that countries will be opening their borders for me. This is my only intuition talking. And while by the night I have plans to leave, by day, by day, I again come to wonder if I am sane. I wonder if this is a test by God to abandon my family for fame and fortune, or if it is a test by God to prove my devotion to God. I am so very, very betwixt, yet I feel I must go, even in the light of day. I feel there are publishers waiting there for my attention. I feel that I've been being surveilled and that all parties surveilling have become intrigued to see what is in my mind and in my story. We do need the money. My, the mortgage company, will not accept a partial payment and that's all I have to give. It is almost $11,000 in arrears and I owe several thousand in fees to the apartment I took out in the summer when I got scared. I was being watched and monitored and hunted. I do not want to be one to take money for the free word of God. And so I hesitate. That said, I do not want to make us homeless because I am still responsible for my child and pets. I figured if we can pay our debts, and make a modest living that I can give away the other proceeds. Maybe I could do a percent. Or perhaps I could take out a pen name and make human money on the side with some not necessarily God money. Only store or not necessarily God, only stories, but some fun and silly children's books. I hope it won't anger God to be successful. I guess we will see. I long for the lightness of not needing. I long for the empty, emptying of buying gifts and things, even for myself too, sometimes.